how would you like to know how to grow your business? Hey, this is Jared Krause, host of the Buying Online Businesses podcast. And in this episode, I'm doing a solo episode talking about five business strategies or lessons and philosophies that I live by in 2021 that allowed me to scale my business and my clients' businesses from six to seven figures and even seven to eight figures. So throughout this podcast episode, I'm going to talk about how to create leverage as a buyer, uh, as a buying acquisition strategy of a business and how to win the respect of the seller so they choose you over the competition. I'm also going to talk about how to make more money just by having conversations with people in your business and how to actually start those conversations and what those conversations should look like. I'm going to cover how to have a macro vision in business as well and and in life so you can set yourself up to win where most people actually set themselves up to fail unconsciously and subconsciously and I'm going to show you how to actually avoid that and I'm also going to start discuss hard work. Now, I'm going to talk about hard work and when you should actually do it and when you shouldn't do it and there's always a time and a place and Honestly, most people are doing it all wrong. So there's so much in this episode. Let's just dive on in. Today's episode is brought to us by Niche Website Builders, which is a company a few of my clients are using and have used for content creation and link building services. They do everything from start to finish. So from keyword research all the way to uploading your completed article for you. We've also had Bob members buy ready-made affiliate sites built by Niche Website Builders. So if you're looking to outrank your competitors' content and build better backlinks, Niche Website Builders and I have a special deal for you. Head to nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. But again, that's www.nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. Do you want to start investing in websites, but don't want to drop $20,000 on your first investment? Check out Odie's where you can buy premium age domains to build a website on and add Odie's done for you affiliate site package to help you grow your website and get seen. Instead of buying a crummy website that's been built to sell with no authority, buy a premium age domain with built-in authority, great SEO, and fresh quality content for your website. Head to odys.global to check out their great deals. That's odys.global. Link will be in the description too. The first thing I want to discuss is respect buying respect. And you're probably thinking, hang on, Jared, why do I want respect? Well, let me start off by saying respect gives you leverage. And why you want something in life, like buying a business, it helps you to actually have leverage so you can get a better deal. And it's the same goes with so many different aspects of life, like dating, business deals, or or anything. This relates and to a lot of different areas of life. So the more leverage you have, the better you can make a deal for yourself. Most people think respect is earned though. And in a way it is. But in 2020, I, I came across a huge realization for myself that respect can be brought. And yeah, you can actually buy respect and the currency you actually do pay for it is with leverage. Leverage that you have created and how that leverage buys you respect uh, is it that it actually makes an impression. So that's what we need to do is we We need to make an impression to help you gain respect. And this is hugely valuable for those of you who are looking to buy a business or looking for you to, you know, win some sort of business or deal or or win something. Gaining respect really does help. So let me give you an example when you go to buy a business. And 
you know, it comes to the time that you I have to put an offer down on a business or negotiate. It helps to have gained the seller's respect. So usually when buying a business, you have no leverage, right? Because you're in a pool of comp- competitive um, pur- purchases, but you can create some leverage. And that's what we want to do. So how is this done? It's done by making an impression. How can you make that impression? Well, that's easy. We need to do great work. We need to do great due diligence. We need to ask amazing questions. We need to show the seller that we that you actually know what you're talking about when it comes to their business. So you have to do your homework. You have to win them over. You have to put in the yards, put in the work to impress them, which can gain their respect. And then when you talk to this, talk to you as the buyer about the business that you're looking at buying about their business compared to when they talk to someone else who's fumbling around with their due diligence, haven't done the homework, they're dropping the ball, they don't ask very good questions. And the the seller can actually see that that other person, that other prospect who's looking to purchase the business just don't doesn't care about their business as much as you do and hasn't done the due diligence uh, as much as you have or as well as you have. And they just don't hold the business that they're looking at purchasing in a high regard compared to yourself. So if you put yourself in the seller's shoes and they've spent all this time, money, effort, and energy on building this business up, who are you most likely going to want to sell the business to? Of course, right? The person who has done the work and actually proves and makes an impression to the seller that they want to take care of the business and they want to do well, right? So that's you because you know the business well. And you've proven this to them. Also, by knowing that you know what the business is worth, you've done your homework and you know what the business is worth. So when you actually come time to put an offer down on that business, the seller is most likely going to respect your offer over someone else who may even offer a higher amount for that business, but also clearly doesn't care about the business or know the business as well as you do because they haven't gone through the business with a fine tooth comb like yourself. So this is how you can gain respect. This is how you can buy respect and get leverage in a deal by actually knowing your stuff, improving it, making that impression. You end up flipping, completely flipping the script, right? When it comes to putting down an offer and doing a negotiation on a business. This is what I like to teach people when they join the buying online businesses community. And it's a philosophy that can be used in every area of life. Like dating, for example. For example, you want to ask somebody for their phone number, right? Or you, you, what you can do is you can get leverage over, say, the competition. Somebody that may be actually more attractive than myself or yourself, uh, but they actually may not care about the person. They just want they just want to get their number, and they 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 have an agenda for themselves, right? Compared to yourself. You can prove to them or show them that you're you're a smart, funny, humorous person that actually makes them laugh and shows them how to have a good time. So, of course, they're going to give you their number over somebody else who just doesn't care about them, even though they may look semi-attractive. So, what I'm saying is you can make this work for yourself in so many different areas, not just in like obviously dating and and, um, buying a business, but you know, when you are looking to get business, when you're doing your marketing in different ways. There's so many things, especially with marketing, you see so many people throwing out videos, not caring about people and, and showing how much money they make uh, and boost and, and boosting their ego up on a pedestal. These people don't care about you. They don't care about the results that they're, they're, 
getting for you. They care about how much money they can make from you. So this is an important skill and philosophy to actually understand, not just when you're going to acquire business, but how to buy respect in any regard, in any deal, in in business, relationships, dating. So gain leverage. That's how you can do it is, is win respect and uh, how you do that is is make an awesome impression. So the second um, sort of strategy that I went heavy on in 2021 in growing my business and my clients' businesses is email marketing. Email marketing makes up, if you do it well, it can make up the largest portion of your revenue for your business if you know how to do email marketing really well. What I learned through email marketing in 2021 was jumping into a few different um, email marketing communities and doing different courses and learning about email marketing. But the reason why email marketing works so well for myself and my clients' businesses is because what you're doing is you're creating a relationship with people in your business. And how do we make more money? The answer to that question is trust. And how do we gain trust? The answer to that is building a relationship and connecting with people. And how can we do that? We do that through email marketing. Now, you can do email marketing really well or you can do it really poorly. Most people, and I would say 80, probably 95% of people even, do email marketing really poorly or not at all. They'll treat email marketing like it is a tool to be used to sell to people. It is not. Email marketing should not be used to only make money from people. Email marketing should be used to build a relationship, build a connection with people that are in your space and your audience to see if you're a good fit for them and you can start to win over their trust through time by emailing them great content, not by selling, selling, selling to them in every single email that you send. Okay, so this year uh, I started sending a lot more emails to my list and started getting better at writing emails. They're short emails. They're quick. They're to the point. There's stories about me, shark attacks, my surfboards, you know, smashing my face in, funny things like sprinting and exercise down to, you know, some in-depth discussions around business growth and purchasing. Uh, So there's a lot of cool things and, you know, philosophies that I use in my business and in my life that cross-pollinate. Also, property investing, a bunch of different things. But I have been getting a lot of replies and emails back from people telling me that they absolutely love my emails. They love being on my email list because I started to work on my email marketing. And that has also helped uh, my business growth through the email marketing. It's also helped my clients' businesses grow by us building out great email marketing processes and great email marketing sequences in their businesses. And that's not just content businesses, that's e-commerce businesses as well. So email marketing has been one of the platforms that has been the biggest revenue generator for a lot of us, myself and my clients in our businesses in 2021 just by harnessing how to build relationships with people within our audience and within our community to be able to give them a a better answer and a better way to solve their problems uh, and better solutions through our email marketing. And then that can win the trust over, which can build up our revenue. So I think email marketing has been poorly underdone by so many businesses. And if you're not doing it, you should be doing it. And if you're not doing it well enough, 
I think you should be working on this because it can be a tool and a platform that you don't put any more money into but can make you a whole lot more money in the back end. So email marketing is that second thing I want to talk about that I really went hard on with myself and my clients in 2021. Thirdly is mindset. Now, what does what does mindset actually mean? <laughs> I want to talk about the mindset of hard work versus working smart. What I've realized, and I realized this early on as well through uh, in the last sort of three years, because I did used to work really, really hard, is that hard work isn't always the answer. Sure, you should do hard work, but you shouldn't only work hard to get something done. It should be a sprint. If you're trying to get a task done, it should be a sprint, not a marathon. Instead, what some people do is they realize or believe, have bought into this belief system that doesn't serve us very well is that we need to continue to work hard over many, many years. It's not true. We don't have to work hard over many, many years. Instead, working smarter helps us get better leverage and make better decisions. And I've had this discussion with so many people in so many areas of my life, not just business. I'm talking about many different things. So instead, having a well-thought-out strategy to execute with a reasonable time frame and not killing yourself to get there will often get you better results. Okay, We're designed to do our best work when we aren't burnt out or overtired. So what I suggest people to do is, is create a long-term strategy that gets you the result that you want without having to work more than 40 hours per week on it. And I actually tested this out and I had this conversation on the weekend with my best friend. I found out for me that the less I worked, the better I worked and usually the more money I made because I'm refreshed and I've had better ideas and create better work. So the test that I have done in the last sort of few years is working out how can I, instead of filling my time with work, if I have spare time, filling my time with activities that give me a lot of fulfillment, like more surfing playing tennis, uh, exercising, um, educating myself, filling my, filling my time, all my time, not just with work, uh, but, but those other things, including relationship time with my partner, it has allowed me to relax, rejuvenate, and sparked other ideas that have helped me get bigger wins than what I would have gotten if I was to just continue to work really, really hard, right? Now, the whole working hard thing, in my opinion, is myth right? Unless you're doing it just as a sprint. It's honestly, in my opinion, not sustainable. So please don't think about you need to have to work hard just because you think you need to. Instead, use your head, create a better strategy that allows you to work less and get better results. And I'm going to repeat that again. Create a better strategy that allows you to work less and get better results. And how you can do this is by ensuring that you have some downtime, ensuring that you have some free space, and that's a critical word, ensuring you have that free space to drum up creative ideas that can be better ideas to get you to the result or the goal that you're actually looking for. And then instead of working really hard on that strategy, that idea that you had, is create that strategy into a system and a process that can be automated through software or through people that can get you a result without you having to continue to work on it more and more and more and work really, really hard over a long period of time and burning out. That is what I want to say about the mindset of working hard versus working smart. And I kind of just want to depict about depict what my thoughts and my processes were on 
the subject of working really hard and how I've sort of started to debunk the working hard myth and what I have done in my life that has been able to suit me and get better results whilst working less but earning more. So that's the third, third one. Now the fourth one is YouTube. Now, YouTube has been big for not just myself uh, in, in 2021, but a lot of my clients as well, starting YouTube channels and growing YouTube channels. And what I've realized is that podcast is an amazing platform to provide value and solutions to people, which is what I'm doing right now. It also helps me build my relationship with you as the listener, and that helps me build trust and connection with you, which is really cool. Also, to add to that, YouTube has been a great winning strategy, not just in my business, but for other businesses to, to give solutions to problems, provide awesome value, but also build relationships and, and network with people and, and um, connections, which has helped people build trust in their businesses, which has helped them make more money as well. The reason I think YouTube is um, has been really good in 2021 and will continue to do so something that you should be looking at in your business if you're not thinking about it. And I'm not talking about you having to just do talking headshots like I do in my videos. You can have somebody else create the videos for you. It can be animated videos. It can be all B-roll uh, and it can be a different voiceover if, you, if you'd like. Um, if you have a content site that you aren't the face of um, or a business that you're not the face of, I should say. Now, the reason I think YouTube has been really good and it will continue to do so is more people are consuming video than anything else and it's going to continue to happen. And YouTube is the second largest search engine next to Google. We've already heard, you already know about this. We've all heard this before. Um, but I've watched YouTube channels just absolutely blow up across all niches, not just entrepreneurs and business space, but I'm talking fishing, cars, so many different cool niches out there where YouTube channels have absolutely blown up. So if you're not considering YouTube in 2022 and beyond uh, as a traffic source and as a way to provide great content and solutions and connect with people in your uh, niche, I think it's something that you should certainly consider. Now, if you're not already, make sure you go um, to the show notes of this podcast episode and follow me on YouTube. You are definitely not going to regret it. Also, uh, it's a quick and easy way to contact me and chat with me and ask me questions. I'd often ask people to go and email me at jared.buyingonlinebusinesses.com and ask me your questions there and start to build up a, a, a bit of um, a conversation there. But a lot of people do that on YouTube as well. So if you're not doing that, come and join me on YouTube. Um, it's Jared Krause. If you just type in Jared Krause, you'll find my Buying Online Businesses channel there. Last but not least, this is a big one. This is a this is a philosophy that I'm going to continue to live by. Uh, and I think it's a philosophy that a lot, every single person in the world, sorry, should adopt uh, based off how much social media we consume uh, and, and what that actually does for our brains and our health, our mental health. And the philosophy is that a lot of people are trying to get results really quick and wanting to achieve X yesterday. And everyone has this, puts this pressure on ourselves, this huge weight on our shoulders to try and get these results within a click of the fingers. That was me. 
for many years, many, many years. And sometimes I still fall victim to this. But this philosophy that I want to share with you is that time is with you, not against you. I'm going to say that again. This is my philosophy. Time is with you, not against you. Uh, So I feel like what we all need to do is to just stop trying to achieve things by tomorrow. I think we should all give ourselves more space and more time, and we'll give it. We'll, we'll give ourselves the justice that we deserve and the space and time we need to do a better job and get greater results. So, we often, and you may have heard this stat or this quote, and I heard this a long time ago. We often overestimate what we can achieve in one year, but underestimate what we can achieve in three years. Or it could be done between the 10 years. We often underestimate what we can achieve in 10 years. Oh, sorry, we often overestimate what we can achieve in 10 years, but underestimate what we can achieve in 30 years. So I'm going to stick with the one year. We often underestimate what we can achieve in, sorry, we often overestimate what we can achieve in one year and underestimate what we can achieve in three years. Now, the reason I'm going to stick to this is because a lot of people have that view that if they try and do one strategy or buy a business within one year or try and make money online within one year, they can over often overestimate how quickly they can go away and uh, achieve a result. And if they cancel that or just bail on that in one year and they haven't got results, within th- if they stuck with it within three years, they would have underestimated how much they could actually achieve online. And that's so scary for me personally it took me way longer than a year to start making any money online. And I was working like hard. (laughs) Like I was working like 40 hours a week on websites, on one website in particular, to get a great result. Should say 20 to 40 hours a week. And it would change at periods of time. Sometimes I'd work more, sometimes I'd work less, but I still didn't really get a result in terms of income. So we really need to consider this. So what I believe we should do is take a macro view, not a micro view. And when you're looking too close at something, you get caught in the thick of it. When you become fixated, you become tired and stressed and can't see your way forward. What I would like people to do is to zoom out, zoom up and over the situation and give yourself a better perspective and realize that you don't need to have it all right now. Right, And when we flip this on its head from being time is against us, like I need to have this done within a year to going, all right, time is with me, then we can actually relax and realize that if you are on the growth path, time actually is with you because of this magical thing called compounding. So let me break this down and give you an example. Say someone has a business making $1,000 per month and you know you want to get your business to from $1,000 per month to $10,000 per month or whatever you want to do. You can add zeros. You can go from, you want to get it from 10K per month to 100K per month or a mil to 10 mil. It's all the same, but let's stick with you want to get a business from $1,000 per month to $10,000 per month. And what most people will try and do is make that happen within one year because they've seen someone else online posting, oh, I'm making you know, $20,000 a month now. You know, it only took me one year to do or four seconds, whatever the silly um, vanity metric is. So they'll see something online or someone else achieves something. And this happens, 
unconsciously, usually subconsciously, this happens. We see this. We get we we can either get envious or we can get excited, but um, subconsciously we go, well, why not me? I need that. I want that now. So what most people try and do is they try their hardest. They work their ass off, and if after trying to achieve the same result, in, and if after one year they aren't close to ten thousand dollars per month in their business, they consider the whole process a write off, and and can they consider it a failure and just completely give up? But what if? What if that person? just went from growing their business within one year from $1,000 per month to $2,000 per month. Maybe not $10,000 per month, but they went from $1,000 to $2,000 per month. That is a massive, massive win. In fact, they doubled their business in one year. That's a 50% growth. That's absolutely awesome. And if they doubled their business every year moving forwards, it would take three and a half years to get to $10,000 per month. Instead, what most people do is they... They consider a failure and they stop and go, oh, this online business thing is not for me. No, I've tried it for a whole year. I dedicated a whole year to this and I couldn't get my $1,000 per month business to $10,000 per month. I'm no good at this. I got to leave. I got to go try and you know do crypto or day trading or other things. No good at it. And they give up. But if they were to just stick with it, because they went from $1,000 to $2,000 per month, 50% growth, and they go, oh, it's not fast enough. It's not what I want. Everybody else is achieving bigger and better results. They rush off and chase this shiny object syndrome, and they don't realize the power of the compounding effect of everything they learned in that year, that full year of dedication and focus they learned is going to compound. And all the work that they did is going to compound over time. And within three and a half to four or maybe five years, they do get to that 10K per month. But they're never going to realize that or get to that stage because they quit and they chase some other shiny object syndrome. So there's so many things within the time is with us versus against us philosophy that I'm sharing with, like the shiny object syndrome, different mindsets that people may have, being brought into uh, vanity metrics that other people have on social media and wanting to compete on that. So you can see what I'm trying to, my message I'm trying to get across here is that if you zoom out and realize if you're at least onto a winner, even if it's a small win, right? 50% increase, you know, on $1,000 to $2,000 per month in a business is huge. That's a massive win. Even if you were to go from $1,000 to $1,300 per month or $1,500 per month in the business, that's a still a great win. It's a small win, Right. With that small win, small win, small win. Sorry, <laughs> that compounded over time becomes a massive win, a huge win. Smart people know this. Smart people get this. Smart people embody it, embody it, and they do this because of compounding, right? We do this. The smart people do this because we know that time is actually on our side. Time is on our side when we understand the compounding of not just dollar compounding of a bank account, which you may have learned uh, at a younger age, but the compounding of all things, the compounding of work that you've learned, the compounding of your experience, the compounding of the business that you're in, the compounding of wherever you're at in your journey. If you stick with that, then you're definitely going to get a bigger and better result over a macro vision over a longer period of time. So what I want to share with you is stick with it. Don't burn yourself out trying to get to the big goal 
as soon as possible. You are likely to end up packing it in if you do that because you're going to burn out and you're giving yourself too short of a time frame. Instead, realize that time is on your side. Time is with you, not against you. We're flipping the script here. When you believe you need to try and get a result in one year, you're putting time against you. When you give yourself more time and you allow compounding to happen, you put time in your favor. And that's what I want you to understand through this philosophy that you can put time on your favor if you know how to, if you're a smart person, if you go for a macro vision and you stick with it. Now, these philosophies I'm talking about aren't just are just a few of the philosophies, right? I've got so many different philosophies that I coach my coaching clients and teach them who have been able to you know, double their businesses, right? And set themselves up for big wins, right? Help people go from within one year, sure, getting a 60% growth in their business with working the same amount of hours. But it's all done by small little steps, okay? And we consider that a massive win. Didn't, didn't 10x it in one year like everybody expects to do so, but he achieved an awesome result, super happy with that and other great results for people going from seven figures per year to eight figures per year. Uh, so if you're interested in having me personally coach you, just email me at jared at buyingonlinebusinesses.com. Honestly, email me, let's chat. I'm, I'm certain I'll be able to help you. Um, if I can't, at least I'll point you in the right direction to somebody who can. Uh, check me out on YouTube, guys. If you did like this um solo podcast episode of me sharing some of the strategies that I learned in 2021, the philosophies that I've used in 2021. Let me know. I'm happy to share more through solo podcast episodes if you'd like, but I hope you enjoyed it and I'll speak to you on the next podcast episode.